Are you tired? I'm tired. Everyone's tired. But who puts in the work now when everyone else is tired, when everyone else takes a break, are going to be the ones who rise to the top, who get to take advantage of the opportunities that are out there. Get your rest, get your sleep, and keep pushing on. Welcome to How to Build a Tent, the podcast on how to make you successful. My name is Matt Williams. Thank you for listening, sharing, tagging, liking, subscribing, all of the things that you do on social media. If you love this show, if you love the content, that is the best thing that you can do to repay me, to show your gratitude, is to like, comment, share with a friend, and definitely subscribe to all the social media sites, especially YouTube. Thank you for everyone who's supported the show. I really appreciate you guys. We're part of the Fight Laugh Feast Network. Go over to flfnetwork.com. Put in HGBT in the memo field. You'll get a 15-ounce mug. Not a 10-ounce mug. We don't, we don't play around with those 10-ounce mugs. 15-ounce mug. You'll get a Fight Laugh Feast t-shirt, which it's just a phenomenal t-shirt. And you get tons of great benefits. $100 off our conference. It's coming up October 1st through 3rd. I'm really excited about that. Make sure you get your tickets now while they're cheap. And speaking of cheap, I think it's time to start buying some stocks. Just my opinion and what I'm doing myself. Don't know what stocks to do, stocks to buy, buy index funds. The UDAO and the SPY, those are some that you should consider. And if you still need some advice, there's financial advisors out there that are going to be very helpful to you. And I'd highly recommend them. They can give you an all-around strategy, including how to deal with taxes and all that good stuff. So um, be thinking about investing. This is going to be an interesting once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. It's a once-in-a-life event so far hopefully forever that the economy has shut down the way it has which means there's a once in a lifetime opportunity for investing and many other things in business as well if you want to email me you can email me matt at howtobuildatent.com find me on all the social media sites how to build a tent and you can dm me there i had someone who friended me on instagram and direct dm'd me and you know basically was yelling at me and told me, I don't know what I'm talking about. What do I have, an MBA? That mean, doesn't give me any authority to talk about economics. It doesn't give me any authority to say anything about my opinion. And I'm dangerous because I'm sharing my opinions. And she goes on to talk about capitalism. And she says, you can call me a Marxist and all these things, a communist. And I didn't call her those things. I was actually quite nice. And I responded to her. I'm waiting for her to reply back. But all that to say this is... I'd love to hear from you. You don't have to be aggressive. You don't have to be mean. You can just, um, you know, have a rational discussion with me. I'm more than happy to engage. I will not ignore you unless you're incredibly stupid. That is to say that you are just rude, obtuse, and your arguments are terrible. You misspell things. And I mean, I misspell things all the time, but you know what I mean. This is someone who is just totally over the top, out of control, not seriously making any arguments whatsoever. Then I'll ignore you because you're not worth the time. But if you are serious and you have questions or you have disagreements, I'd love to hear from you. And I will uh, respond nicely, even with this person who was not that nice, kind of just blew up on me. Uh, but I still responded very nicely. Usually I do. I know that's not the MO on Twitter usually, but... Usually, I'm not nice on Twitter for people that are false teachers that are trying to get people to sin on teaching heresy and all those things. That's when I, uh, you know, take the boxing gloves off, throw some satire in there as well. 
Oh my goodness. What is there to talk about? Uh, let me just, just, oh my gosh. The press conferences just make the press just so irrelevant. Does anybody take them seriously besides the left, the far left? Does even moderates take the press seriously? What they are doing through these press conferences is absolutely insane. I'm not going to get into it too much. But there is one thing I want to talk about, because I did talk about this yesterday on the show, which was one of the best shows that we've done, one of the best video performing videos we've done in a while. So thank you for all those who watch and share and tag and subscribe and stuff like that, especially on YouTube. But there's this, <laughs> there's this like, oh, I don't know what it is, false reporting, over-exaggeration, hit piece, hack job, I don't know what you want to call it, but... The medicine that Trump has been recommending you talk to your doctors about, hydrochloroquine, I think that's how you say it. I totally butchered it yesterday. Hydrochloroquine, I think that's how you say it. And the zinc pack, and there's like a whole package of things. And it's been showing how really good success from all the doctors I've heard, from the studies I've heard. And you know what the press does? Like I said yesterday, they're not on our team. They're not rallying with us, like all of us, the government workers, the medical staff, the people in the healthcare industry, private industry, they're not rallying together with us. They're against us. They're attacking us. They're trying to take advantage of the situation. One of the things they're going after Trump for right now is that a company that he owns shares in, in a mutual fund, which let me just explain, a mutual fund is a fund that has many different stocks in the portfolio for you to invest in. So you're investing in a mutual fund that diversifies you. And so you don't have to worry. You don't have to spend time. You don't have to spend lots and lots of money on diversifying yourself. You go into mutual funds and let people manage them. And usually, hopefully, they have a good return. One of the public sector's recommendations for people that could have conflicts of interest is to invest in mutual funds. So there just happens to be one company in a mutual fund that Trump has money in that used to produce hydrochloroquine in the United States. Now they do not. They produce it in other countries, I believe, from what I heard, but they don't even do it or produce it in the United States. And the media is trying to make this huge controversy, trying to make Trump look bad, trying to look make Trump look dishonest, look like he's trying to make money to make, um, you know, have gain off of his suggestions to use this from the pulpit of the presidency, which is ironic because that's all the media is trying to do is trying to get ahead and try to look good and try to, you know, further their careers. But that's neither here nor there at the moment. And I've been seeing articles all day. I've been seeing like, the top three trending articles yesterday were of this conflict of interest, quote unquote. Do you know how much money it turns out that Trump owns of this one company that does not sell hydrochloroquine in the United States from this mutual fund? Again, he doesn't own the shares directly. He owns or he has a share of the mutual fund, which has shares of this company between 200 $50 and I think that's the highest I saw $750. 
He owns $250 to $750 of this company. Because again, mutual funds, they diversify. They own in large groups of companies. And they have enough a hit for with his percentage and the percentage of the, how much is owned by the mutual the mutual fund it comes out to 250 to 750 dollars so the press is trying to attack trump and by extension the american people because trump's our leader and trying to make it seem like there's a conflict of interest because of 250 750 dollars now i don't know if trump's a billionaire some of the lowest estimates have been $250 million to $300 million is what he's, his net worth is. Do you think, even at that low end, that he would be pushing something that would impact him politically, impact his reputation, that would damage his chances of being reelected? Over $250 to $750. Not per share. Total, from what I understand. $250 to $750. It's insane. The media is dishonest. And in all of these articles, the three articles that were the top trending articles yesterday, do you think they mentioned how much Trump owns of the shares of the mutual fund that owns the company? No, they didn't. They did not. And again, it just goes to show you can never trust the media. Not one bit. Can I tell you about Kingsman Grooming Products? They are fantastic, and I absolutely love them. They have great pre-shave products, after-shave products, beard balms, beard oils, lotions. They're a Christian company that makes high-quality products. And if you put an HDBT on the checkout, you'll get 10% off. You can see all the products you can get. I have a little box that it comes in if you get one of the sets. Got the pre-shave, after-shave stuff, and then down there is the beard balm, is the beard oil. They're fantastic. I'm never going back. And everyone that tries it, that listens to the show, reaches out to me, and they love it too. I've not had one negative review of it. You know, in these times where it could be depressing being at home, if you're an extrovert, where you're being isolated, you want to at least feel good and smell good yourself. So uh, why don't you go treat yourself with some Kingsman Grooming products? Go over to kingsmangroomingpros.com. Make sure to get that 10% off by putting HTPT in the checkout screen. Support a Christian company, a small business. That needs your help while the governments are shutting us down. In the beginning of the show, I talked to you about or asked you if you're feeling tired. And it made me think, because I'm exhausted, honestly. I'm tired, but I'm going on. I'm consistently putting a podcast out. I'm having meetings for all my businesses. I'm having meetings discussing to late at night. I have a meeting today at 9 p.m. about future endeavors because i i learned this principle in sports a long time ago is that if you truly want to be one of the best if you truly want to succeed if you truly want to stand out if you truly want to be a asset to your team then you have to work harder than everybody else You have to work harder than everybody else, especially the higher levels you get to when you get to the college level, the semi-pro level, a professional level. The people that are the best, the people that are the best are the ones that work the hardest, the ones that do not give up, that when everyone else is feeling tired and takes a break, you go on and do more. You work harder. You press on. You don't get discouraged. You don't get tired. You don't get 
distracted, but you continue to push ahead. Those are the people that are the most successful. You think of Michael Jordan. I love it. We were watching Space Jam. I introduced it to my uh, kid. He's between one and three years old. I'm not going to tell you his exact age because you guys are crazy. Some of you are crazy out there. I'm not giving you any information about my kids that you could use to steal his identity. We were watching Space Jam. And it was just like showing him as a kid just constantly out shooting the basketball. His dad's like, what are you doing out here? And then he's like, shoot till you miss. And he keeps shooting and shooting. And then it does the intro. And it makes you want to watch highlight reels of Michael Jordan. Which, by the way, I think he's my favorite athlete of all time. And I don't even like basketball. So there you go. But he worked hard. And that is one of the constant themes in all successful athletes. At today's level and where we are at today in sports... There are plenty of people with natural ability, but the people that are excellent, the people that excel are the people that work harder than everybody else. And that carries on into business as well. You're not going to have a revolutionary idea and it's just going to fall into your lap. You're not going to start a business and everything's just going to work out. You're going to have an idea and it's going to come to fruition because you worked at it. Because you worked really hard at it. You're going to have a business and it's going to have problems and it's going to be successful because you are relentlessly solving problems. You're relentlessly tweaking. You're relentlessly pushing forward. You're not complaining that the government isn't sending business your way, but you are pivoting. You are looking at the landscape. You are determining what Demand curves have shifted up and you are adjusting your business to that. You're not getting discouraged. You're not saying, woe is me. You're not playing the victim, but you're rising to the occasion. You're getting back out there. You're getting back out there when you got knocked down and you're trying harder. You're running faster. You're hitting harder. You're thinking smarter. That's what successful successful people do now. When you're tired, when you don't want to go on, when you want to have another beer, when you want to go to sleep, you say, no, I'm going to discipline myself. I'm going to train myself for the race. I'm going to train myself for the goal that I have, and I'm going to go after it, and I'm going to get after it because I believe that's what I'm called to do, and I'm not going to be discouraged. I'm not going to give up. But I'm going to continue on and I'm going to be that leadership. I'm going to be that example to my family, to my spheres of influence, to my employees, to my coworkers, to my manager. I'm going to push ahead. And those are the people that are going to be successful. So I ask you, are you tired? And then I'm asking you this. Do you want to be successful? These are the times for the answer to that question. I don't want you to message me and say yes. I want you to just work harder. I want you to be motivated. I want you to be inspired. Because there are opportunities out there. There are opportunities in your career. In your business. In businesses you haven't even thought of yet. For you to be successful. And what's stopping you is your laziness. As your the circumstances around you, how your mindset is, those things can be put on the wayside and you can adjust, you can be flexible and you can rise to the occasion. And will you do it? I hope you will. I hope you will. 
because everybody's tired, but not everyone's going to be successful. And the major difference between the two is how hard you work. Not how much you want it. Wanting things does nothing for you. Working hard, thinking smartly, and planning ahead and never giving up is how you're going to be successful. So do that with me. While everyone else is getting tired, everyone else is getting cranky of self-isolation, everyone is discouraged because their sales have cut off and they don't know what to do and they're going to have a pity party, you are not. You're going to go back to the drawing board. You're going to reevaluate where you are at. You're going to evaluate your assets. You're going to evaluate your weaknesses and you're going to come up with a plan on how you can be successful. Do that with me this week. Do that with me today. And we will help each other out. We'll bless each other. And we'll continue on this journey glorifying God and being obedient to what he has called us. And things are going to be working out just fine. Let's go out, be successful. We'll talk to you tomorrow. God bless.